Hi, this is Steve with Washington Digital Media, and you're listening to Level Up with Spin Modern. Welcome, everybody, to the second podcast of Level Up. I have a great, great guest today. His name is Steve Gonzalez. He is a first-generation Latin American entrepreneur. Steve, uh, just tell me a little bit about you and the company that you are helping and running right now. Sure. Uh, great. Thank you for inviting me to your show. I really do appreciate it. Uh, it's definitely been a long journey to, to get here and be able to share my story with the people. And I really do appreciate this opportunity. Today, I find myself working with a small Latino company, all owned and operated, called Washington Digital Media, out here in the capital of the United States, Washington, D.C. We're a relatively small team, but we do focus a lot on video production, marketing, and uh, anything that has to do with uh, digital stuff. So business cards, flyers but mostly focusing on video production. So Washington, that, that has to be a really interesting um, place to be in right now. Tell me a little bit about how, are you local? Like, are you from Washington, D.C.? Or where? what's your, like, where are you coming from? Tell me a little no. bit about you. Yeah, so I'm originally from Miami, Florida, born and raised. Uh, my mom's from Argentina. My dad's from Cuba. So um, I'm first generation Latino American. Uh, before this, I spent uh, five years in Vermont. I was studying uh, computer security and information assurance at the Military College of Vermont. It's, uh, I don't know if you know what ROTC is, but it's where they invented it. So I did that for four years, and it brought me here to the capital to work for uh, a small company you might know. It's called Dell. They make computers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, I worked for them uh, doing... Uh, cloud infrastructure and fixing systems for the federal government. Mm -hmm. well, that, that sounds interesting. And how do you meet uh, with Ricardo? Ricardo is the, the president, right, of the of Washington Digital Media? Yes. Um, I was at a gym one day, and I hurt my back working out. And <laughs> I was laying in bed for about, I would say, like three months. And I went into my Xbox because I wanted to see how much data I was downloading. I know I was like in the computer and tech industry and I was really depressed because, you know, I wasn't doing anything. I started getting like cabin fever from being locked in all the time. Yeah. And I knew, yeah, I knew I needed to do something else. So when I went to my Xbox, it said I was downloading about a terabyte of data every month. And I said, no. I can't be downloading this much stuff and not producing anything. If I'm going to be, you know, making money, like my mom always said, because she always wanted me to be either a doctor or a lawyer. So mm -hmm. if I'm going to be making doctor or lawyer money, I need to be on the, the production end of this, right? Because mm -hmm. if I'm going to do anything, I'm going to do something that I like, and I like watching TV. So I said, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do something that has to do with arts or video production or something like this. Yeah, that's actually really interesting. Um, and I'm looking at your website right now, and uh, you basically um, highlight the storytelling, and that's really, really 
I think that it's very important for every business and every company to really tell the story. So that's a really nice, a really good niche. So tell me more about like the, the whole storytelling behind Washington Digital Media. Well, the the concept really came when I finally met Ricardo because from that transition from me going from my bed to going to his office, there was a little gap in there. I left my house and I started moving in with, um, I called one of my roommates from college and I said I was going to move in with him so I wouldn't have to be alone all the time. And he had a dog, so, you know, I wouldn't have to adopt one. And uh, <laughs> I moved in with him and throughout that whole process, Right when I decided to make that decision, within the next two years of being in Washington, D.C., I moved houses like, I would say, 16 times. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was one thing after another, one thing after another. Um, just the apartment would flood or we'd go to a new place and the construction wasn't done or the lease expired in one place and we were just hopping around. And You basically I, are a nomad. Yeah, everything's in storage, and I'm just trying to move in with the least amount of possible. And I started going through the, this phase where, you know, I have to now, I'm, I don't have a stable place where I'm living, but I'm trying to build what is it that I'm going to do as a brand that has to do with this art stuff, right? Mm -hmm. So I find this place called the Modern at Art Place in uh, Northeast Washington, D.C. It's called, uh, yeah, the Modern at Art Place. And I was literally the second person to move in there and making friends with the people and, you know, using Latin charm, all this other stuff. Uh, <laughs> I was able to coordinate with them to have an art show in the building. And they said, hey, bring all your friends who are local artists, have them hang up their artwork here and we'll turn it into a show. So we did that. I called all my friends, they brought their artwork, they hung it on the walls, and then they told me they wanted to record it. And I never did video before. Mm. Oh, so, so this was by accident. Yeah. So at the same time, my roommate got called out to fly helicopters in Arizona. So I only had 14 days to either find a new roommate or move out of that place while I'm about to do this art show. And it's the same week of my birthday. Oh, wow. Yeah. A lot of things going on. A lot of things going on all the time. I end up um, at this U-Haul place. And next to this U-Haul place on Kennedy Northwest Avenue, I find uh, this building that says Washington Digital Media on the glass. And it says video production. So I said, I'm going to knock on that place. I knock on the place. And this young Asian boy answers the door. His name's uh, Edgar which at the time I didn't know he was Salvadorian. He just looked he looked Chinese. So we call him El Chinito. So El Chinito answers the door and he's like, yeah, we do video production here. Uh, the, the boss isn't here, but you can come tomorrow. So I showed up the next day. I told him what I was doing, that I, I have this art crawl set up between multiple locations of a library, a brewery, and this apartment building. And he's like, yeah, I'd like to come and film that. Mm. And I saw that the, the business was filled with all Latinos. And in Washington, D.C., I don't know if you know, there's there's really not a lot of la, la, all Latino companies doing video production. Mm -hmm. So we were like, the, they're the only people doing it. And I'm like, okay. 
not only did I find my people, because in Washington, D.C., the, the Latino communities is like either in Columbia Heights or... They're yeah, they're kind of sp spread around, spread away. Yeah, they're in these little pockets uh, across mm. D.C. And I said, okay, well, I found my people. They're in the arts area. I'm doing these events. Maybe we can collaborate. So since I work from home, I said, I'm going to turn this place into my office. Mm. And I just started showing up every single day. And, so you basically yeah. claimed your territory without even... <laughs> This is my yeah. office. <laughs> yeah, I said awesome. to Ricardo, I'm gonna, make, I'm gonna make this place my office. I'm just gonna sit in here, here in the corner, and I'm gonna learn from you guys. Oh wow! How long ago was that? So the company has five. It's five years old, correct? Um, it's closer to seven. Yeah, it's oh, seven okay. years old. Yeah, I've been with it for five years. Okay. So five years ago is when this this all happened. Mm -hmm. So it went from five years ago where I walked in and they told me, hey, be careful, that's expensive, till today, pretty much everything that the company owns is in my house and in my office. Mm -hmm. So it was it was definitely a, a transition where, you know, trust and, and building with, with the people and making things happen. It's definitely yeah. been a long five years. What I really love about this story is that you were just kind of like going without really knowing the next step, followed by the maybe your instincts and what you think that it was best for you. I find that really like it's a common thread. Like you know, this this podcast is about that, isn't it? About entrepreneurship, about the the turning points um, when you decide to leave a job and decide to just go after your dreams and. That is something very unique that every entrepreneur has. And, you know, we we are here for, for that. We're here to give people inspiration. And um, what I could find from your story so far is that that's my takeaway. You, you're, you're allowing, like, experiences, circumstances, not to derail you, but you're just letting your instincts just follow. I mean, you follow the instincts and just go with the flow kind of um Yeah, it's Story. definitely it's definitely been sticking with my gut and then also learning the balance of, you know, when when and when not to speak and when to take action on things cuz mm. what had happened was is at the beginning I was at Washington Digital Media for about three months, right? And mm -hmm. I was learning from how they were running their business, what it is that they were doing, and Ricardo's a self-made man. He he came from this country, from Paraguay, and he started this business after, you know, going to film school. And this is all he really wanted to do. He really didn't, you know, he didn't go to college like I did or, or anything like that to, like, learn about business and things like that. He just went full force into this. So I came in and I started seeing the, the pieces that he was missing and providing that structure. You know, there was no real business plan. It was. It, it even got to the point where I, I had to sit down, Ricardo, and I and I said, Ricardo, uh, how are you a video production company and we don't have a commercial for the business? You know, mm. so it's mm -hmm. like uh, I, being able to be brave enough to come outside uh, perspective and tell somebody, hey, you know, wake up that you're you're doing something. We can be doing something better. That was that was also like a turning point to being able to, because it, it's not easy, you know, saying I'm going to, I'm going to try to do this and then 
break into somebody else's area and, and take charge or, or tell them how they're supposed to be doing something when it's yeah. really their business. Yeah, yeah, that's their baby. So you yeah. better know how to be tactful, how to, you know, I don't know, speak and when, like you said, when to speak. So tell me now, fast forwarding right now, like um, mm -hmm. I know I'm, you have um, studio space, the auto production, video production. What is that? What's the future? Or what's what's coming soon? What is that your guys are like? Uh, what is Washington Media doing right now? So over the course of the five years we've uh, that I've been here, we've had a partnership with the LA Film Connection. This uh, partnership with the LA Film Connection has allowed us to have students come in who wanted to learn about filmmaking and and video production. And that's really my focus now is to, to strengthen that part of the business and make that grow. Mm -hmm. um, Love that. We've been working with a lot of young individuals who come and um, say, hey, I want to be the next Martin Scorsese or I want to be the next Quentin Tarantino or Michael Bay. And which is awesome, you know, that people come with these ideas, but everybody knows that's that, that's always not possible. Mm -hmm. So what we do is is uh, we show them how it is that we run our business. We say, hey, you know, this is where the storytelling comes in. This is how we work with small businesses that we not might we not we might not be Michael Bay, but maybe we can do a Michael Bay production for the dentist office. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, we come here, we teach you how to use the camera, and instead of um, Figuring out if you're going to make the next blockbuster hit, why don't you make an awesome commercial for the nail salon in your local neighborhood? And we teach them how to use the camera and how to edit and, and really how to put the story together so that when this video comes out, it sells. So that, you know, now the this business isn't just getting a, a commercial about their business, but something that really tells the story about what this business is and how this business can help the community. Yeah, yeah. And they have to start somewhere, right? Yeah. That's, so that's very inspiring. And are, are they all Latinos or um, is that like a prerequisite to to be in this um, school production? They're all young adults. So they're all pretty much 17, 18 and older. They all like graduated high school. Um And they sign up through the LA Film Connection program. And the LA Film Connection interviews them, sees what trajectory and path that they want to go to. Because some of them just want to be writers. Mm -hmm. And some of them actually want to be filmmakers. And then they decide uh, if they want to continue that study after they come and meet us. So they meet Ricardo, they meet the team. And from there, they decide whether or not they want to continue learning about our program. Mm -hmm. which is where we're really trying to expand because being in the capital of Washington, D.C. has opened us a lot of doors and opportunities working with nonprofits uh, and working with other governmental organizations. So that's what we're really trying to capitalize is being able to use these, these nonprofit connections so that we're able to actually build a, a legitimate school and academy. Awesome, awesome. And what, what, what's uh, for the audience here? Just if they want to know more about this project, tell us where, where, where to go. Yeah, so we do have a, a blog out on our website, 
it should be live. It's not. I'll double check, but it's on WashingtonDigitalMedia.com. If they want to learn more about the the film school, yeah, it's radio recording radio film connection Casa Schools. I don't know if you you know about Casa Schools. So it's in, in partnership with them. So it's rrfedu.com. And they're the ones that that have the program and they they set us they set us up with the students. Awesome. So do they do they have to get pre-qualified to get into the school? Um no, I don't think there's any entrance exams or anything like that. They just have to sign up and they go through an interview process with the the program manager and to decide what kind of career path they want to take um because the the film industry is very vast you know it's the the reason it's called radio recording film connection is because there's also students who want to do music production which we help people do here too um i've published a couple songs with some artists and things like that so if you want to be an audio engineer if you want to be a, a, a camera engineer, if you want to be a director, if you want to be a script writer, this this program has all those all those little prerequisites or yeah, awesome, awesome, awesome. Yes. Oh, uh, so yeah, the for you know we are actually our digital marketing agency, and that's how we actually connect with Washington Digital Media. And I think that this really goes hand to hand. I want to see the, I want you to tell the audience more about like the storytelling, you know, how to craft a story and how to communicate to the clients or customers that are listening to us. And the reason why this is so key for businesses right now. Um, so the reason that this is very key right now and what I don't think a lot of people understand is that we're in industry 4.0. Um, do you know what that is? An industry 4.0. No, yeah. So industry 4.0, it's kind of equivalent of being in a new renaissance or, you know, you've heard of the, the copper age or, mm -hmm. um, you know, the stone age. Well, today we're in industry 4.0 and what industry 4.0 is a combination of a lot of this new automation that, that's been incorporated. I know you know about um, Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies mm -hmm. coming up. We also have additive manufacturing, so 3D printing. Well, the, the big concept of all that and what I, what I tell people today is, is if a meteor comes down and blows up all of civilization, right, say 10, 20 years from now, If your stuff's not on a hard drive, the the future's not going to know you existed. We don't write things on paper anymore. You know? That's true. We don't even We don't write. Yeah, there's <laughs> Yeah, that's horrible actually. So there's nothing on paper. We don't write things on on the cave walls anymore. So <laughs> we're we're already in this this new evolution where essentially if You sell shoes, you do hair, you make uh, cookies. If you're not on the internet, you technically don't exist in the future. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's the importance about storytelling is letting people know who you are, you know, where you come from and how you can service them. And most importantly is being able to capture that on video um, so that, you know, not only the audience now can find it, but the audience in the future. That's why... 
Um, I'm sure you've heard the saying, content is king. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's what we really strive to is, is really create a story that, that's going to engage people and want to understand where it is you're coming from and what services you offer so that people would want to buy from you. Because right now, if I can, even in my house, if I go inside and I say um, something, I can turn on my lights with my voice, right? I can say, okay, Google, turn on my lights. But I can also say, okay, Google, call me a lawyer. And what's to say that Google's going to call me the lawyer that I need? Or if I say, Google, call me, uh, get me some cookies. How do I make sure that the cookies I get aren't Oreos or they're from Suzanne from right next door? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I, I see what you're talking about. So it's very interconnected. Like right now, yes. technology is to the point that like computers are more like part of our daily basis. Yeah. yeah. So we have to be able to tell Suzanne's story so well mm-hmm. that when I say I want cookies, Google knows I want Suzanne's cookies and not, you know, Nabisco's Chips Ahoy. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love the fact that you, you're thinking about like the small business owners that are, you know, competing with all these brands that are obviously out there as giants. So I love that. I, I love that part. My heart is in entrepreneurship as well. And just supporting that will support the ecosystem of the economy. So you have any, any successful stories in one of your, uh, some, one of your clients? Do, do you want to share with us? Um, sure. I mean, we have a lot of different industries. I've definitely been able to help uh, a lot of small restaurants is which been our companies. We've had, um, this Indian restaurant. I'm going to, it's called salt and pepper grill out here in Washington, DC, and they have two locations. And one of the troubles that they were having was, is they were paying 30% of their sales to Uber eats. You know, and that's a lot. And and I don't know if you know about the restaurant industry, but there's not a lot of margin on food if, you know, you make sales and you have to pay everybody. So being able to help that customer, not only were we able to do them, you know, create them new graphics, new menus, do a small video for them, but we were also able to show them, hey, you can sell food on your own website. You can take orders through your own page and you can collect this money directly. You don't have to rely now on a third party who's going to be taking a huge percentage of your business. And because mm-hmm. of that, you know, a lot, a lot of these restaurants have been able to make more money during this pandemic because, you know, they didn't they didn't know about that. They didn't know that they can set that up or how easy it was. A lot of these a lot of these restaurants, once the pandemic came, they just they shut down. They're like, I don't have a website and I can't afford the 30% to give to Uber. Yeah. Wow. So you came up to like, uh, also as a consultant to just explain to them that there is an option. There is a way to get out there without paying that third party. That's awesome. I didn't know that about you and Washington Digital Media. Yeah. So that that's really what I specialize is. Um, so when people call Steve, I'm either the one that starts things or I get it done. And then I fill in the gap in the middle. Um, so, uh, they call me like the Jack of all trades, right? 
uh, if I need to be the sound man, I'm the sound man. If I need to be the cameraman, I'm the cameraman. But I'm really the one that that helps people solve problems. Yeah, and what's so just, what's the future for Washington Media? What's what's the what what's the vision that you have from here to I don't know, the next couple of years? So the next couple of years is I'm focusing, like I said, on this 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 problem solving and, and the problem that I keep seeing is definitely in the Latino community, mostly in the education sector. I've been working with the Latino Economic Development Center um, mm -hmm. to reach out to more, you know, Hispanic and Latino businesses and inform them about the the services that are available to help their, their businesses grow in the digital space. So I'm trying to bridge the gap between, you know, the physical world and the digital space for a lot of these Latino businesses. Um, as for the company as a whole, we're focusing on, you know, our video production, making movies and teaching as many young entrepreneurs who want to come out here, who want to be the next Michael Bay to not only focus on making their own movies, but understand that they can make videos for uh, dentists, that they can be the video producer for a hair salon, they can be the video producer for a local restaurant and, and still make money as, as an entrepreneur and as a young business person. That's so. amazing. I really, I find that inspiring. You know, I'm obviously, I'm, I'm come from the same, um, I'm Colombian and as a Latino um, women in business, I think that, yeah, that we need to strengthen our communities across the United States and just educate them. Um, there's a lot of talent. There's a lot of people that actually um, have a lot of potential even move from other countries and they have their you know, their diploma titles, careers there, and they come here and it's like you have to start from scratch. It's not that they don't have the uh, ability, but like you said, the education, right? The, the fact that you have to go and do it all over again, no matter what what happened in their countries, it's like it doesn't matter, it doesn't count. Uh, have you encountered those, uh, those type of um, situations? I mean, definitely growing up, for sure. And my being in Miami, I've had a, definitely a lot of family come from Cuba that were doctors, lawyers, and they had to start again from being, you know, janitors. Um, you know, my mom had a degree coming from Argentina, and when she came to this country, she had to start from cleaning houses mm -hmm. and uh, becoming a, a security officer to doing nails. So that's 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 where I learned that I definitely need to be helping and educating the this Latino community, you know. My mom yeah. was uh she owned four restaurants at one point. Oh, so wow. yeah. So <laughs> learning learning from that that experience and, and, and seeing the hustle of, you know, my mom coming from another country into the United States of having to clean uh houses and and do nails to owning multiple restaurants was mm. definitely a driving force for me to want to become, you know, my own business person or, and help yeah, other people, definitely inspiring. you know, reach yes. that trust. Yeah. Yeah. I think that we do have that is the creativity and the determination, right. And hardworking people, resilient people with a lot of spirit. That's, that's something that it really distinguished the Latino community. That's awesome. 
So where is Ricardo today? Are you like with Washington Digital Media? Would you consider what's it's what's how's your partnership there now? You know, you scale, you you claim territory, you're part of it. How would you define Washington Digital Media with Steve? So I definitely work with Ricardo. I don't work for him. Um, mm -hmm. Although I am of service to the, the business, wherever it is that he needs. So mm -hmm. while Ricardo's building his business, I'm also building mine. Mm -hmm. That That's the opportunity that I, that I took with, you know, this uh, partnership, I would say. So I'm, mm -hmm. I'm his partner mm -hmm. in business. And I've been using this company in order to learn, you know, not just about my capabilities and what I'm able to bring into uh, Washington Digital Media, but what I'm able to accomplish on my own and, and using team members around me. So Ricardo, right now, he's uh, working on partnerships with other small businesses that are coming out here in, in, in Washington, D.C. We're looking for uh, bigger spaces to do video music production. Um, Ricardo is in charge of, you know, making sure that the the client's always happy. And my position is making sure that the team has everything they need in order to make Ricardo happy. Yeah, that makes the sense. operations behind Washington. Yeah. So I, I do, like, you know, like you said, partnerships are key. And I, I do have, um, I'm very happy to say that Spin Modern and Washington Digital Media have a solid partnership and you know it's really time to unleash that that power between two companies that could go hand to hand you know the storytelling the videos and the digital part of it it's the the hand that needs um you know one needs the other um for sure in advertising and marketing any any takeaway anything that you want to leave to the audience today something else that you would like to you know, tell about Washington Day Media, personal, our that, partnership. The one thing that rings true and, and ties everything together, honestly, uh, and what I've learned is no matter how much I know, ultimately it's who you know. Networking mm -hmm. is very important out in this business. Mm -hmm. What I want to tell anybody who wants to be an entrepreneur is that um, although you might be an introvert or, you know, you might not know where to start. The The most important thing is just to go out there and start connecting with people because that's literally what led me to you, you know. Yeah, I, relationships, I went out right? there and I started making relationships with people and having conversations and sharing my story. And somehow I, I ended up, you know, with you after talking to one of your friends. And, you know, it, it's it's really the, the lead of, of what makes business successful is building relationships with other people. Yeah, I, I agree with you a hundred percent. It's not, it, it's really your network is could determine your net worth. Yes. <laughs> so, well, let's, let's, let's give it a toast for Washington media and spin modern together. Well, thank you for this time. I really appreciate, I know that you have so many things going on right now, Steve, and um, just, giving us a little bit more of like a story behind who you are, who's the company and what we're doing together. I really appreciate that time. Thank you. Obviously, uh, I, I definitely wouldn't be on this podcast without you. I, I really do appreciate the opportunity to share my story. And 
Um, hopefully somebody gets inspired out there to start networking with other people and build their brand through this.